What's good, y'all? Kush Ace here coming to you with the newest edition of the Microdose NBA post-game edition. Guys, as this drops, I'm most likely getting my ass kicked working game two at the Chase Center. Hopefully we are ahead of the series. Hopefully we dominate further tonight. But I got a special guest all the way from the Overlook Theater. Terrell Trotty, how you doing, man? What's good? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Not too bad. Right on, man. You're here tonight to plug your YouTube video series, Blu-ray Tuesday with Terrell. It's available on yes. the Overlook Theater's YouTube channel. And uh, folks that want to reach out to you can find you on Twitter at Terrell826 or the IG at uh, Terrell88. Uh, oh, nice. I think we're in- you got that right. Like, I mean, I, I, I should change my Twitter if you could do that. But I like to keep everything the same. And I realize mm-hmm. my Twitter is different. So it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You, um, yeah, you had that ready. <laughs> yeah man you know it takes takes five minutes of work you know and and <laughs> guess what the, the information for your ig is in your twitter it's uh you know it's, it's not that hard kids it's not that yeah. hard dude i think we're in a really interesting time right now where your show is about physical media blu-ray tuesday with terrell and yes like blu-ray is still new to me blu-ray is newer to me than video streaming is like i got a playstation 4 one year just because i was like well, I don't play many video games anymore, but I also don't have a Blu-ray player. So, hey, two birds. Two and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. Sorry, yeah, for the longest, I guess you're saying, because for the longest, like, when Blu-ray first came out, um, I first started collecting, like, in 2008, I think. Hmm. Um, I think my hmm. first Blu-ray I ever bought was Friday the 13th, the remake, and uh, <laughs> in a Disney movie. I remember I got them on the same day. Anyways, I didn't have a Blu-ray player, but I had a PS3 for that purpose. And yeah, so I was like kind of like my Blu-ray player for the longest until I physically got one um, around the time I got the PS4. So yeah, I've been collecting Blu-rays ever since. And before that, I collected DVDs. So I've always been some type of collector of physical film for um, yeah, as long as I can remember. I, uh, I've been a big fan of collecting films as well. Like I used to have a huge collection of VHS tapes. I was able to sell most of those to, uh, if not on eBay, uh, through um, Amoeba Music. And then, you know, had a nice collection of DVDs. But again, same story where I'm trying to get rid of them. Blu-rays, like, so, so big, man. There's, there's, you know, there's a huge stack here that, like, my cousin gave me. He's like, just do what you oh, want. Wow. I'm all digital now. And I'm like, oh, okay. But... <laughs> My space is finite. I don't even have room for that stack. And that's not even the entire stack. That was like just a quarter of the stack that I could grab safely right right there off the side of the uh, laptop here. More people are leaning into streaming. Like, do you think physical media is getting ready to die soon? It's definitely on the decline, but do you think it'll ever go away? Um, I would hope not. So for Mm -hmm. me, I like physical media, especially for the purpose of I don't know, owning it. Like there's certain editions that's like kind of cool, like having in your hand for me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like some have like cool steel books. The slip covers are super cool. They always have like different featurettes or bonus features, which is cool. If you're like super into a movie, it's kind of cool to like look more into it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the streaming services don't have that. And I will say, say if you have like your internet or your power goes out or something or your, your modem's broke, you can't right. stream those shows. So you're going to be in there looking like, you know, okay, what am I going to watch? So if anything <laughs> like that happens, or recently I tried to freaking watch uh, this fucking 
Firestarter that dropped last week mm-hmm. on the remake. Awful. Mm-hmm. I streamed it on Peacock, and at the beginning, I was having troubles like streaming it because it kept freezing. And oh, if I had that on Blu-ray, no. I wouldn't have that issue. <laughs> but um, yeah, so physical media, I could see how easy it is to just like have everything digital because it's just like mm-hmm. all there in the cloud and or you know on a streaming service. Mm-hmm. But I will say some of those movies that you might be looking for, like like on Netflix, Hulu, or whatever, sometimes they take those off. Yeah. Um, shows as well. And they'll like keep them in limbo somewhere. But if you like own them, you could watch them, you know, anytime you want it. I was saying this a couple weeks ago, I forget with who, but like, yeah, when uh when Netflix started their digital service, like, you know, one night I went on to Netflix to watch a movie, but then like I couldn't find anything. So the two hours I wanted to spend <laughs> watching the movie, I spent picking out movies I'm like, oh, I- I'm gonna own this now, and I'm gonna own this now, and I'm gonna own this now. And what we found out I was like, no, you're not gonna own any of that. And and <laughs> my my queue or now known as my list went from you know over 300 titles down to like i think is maybe less than 80 now oh in, wow in the queue and that's still stuff i'm adding but that's because everyone else now has their app you just mentioned peacock we, we got the hbo yep. max um yep. itunes is still a thing so like everyone's now taking advantage of like yeah why do we shouldn't let netflix make all this money we, we should be making this money too uh, and yeah folks are only now understanding like oh yeah the the rights to these things are only like finite whereas physical media again like as long as it hasn't melted in someone's car it's it's there forever (laughs) No, definitely, they're hard to find also no they are and i will say also like you know with the streaming stuff like you said like everyone hbo paramount plus everyone has a streaming service now but i will say what i think is going to be going away is like live tv like i feel like those channels are gonna you know everything's gonna be streaming now a lot of the shows are streaming movies are streaming uh yeah what do you think do you think tv <laughs> tv series and stuff like that is that gonna all go away i think terrestrial tv is never going away you know again okay. just as you mentioned like the, the wi-fi uh, you're more likely to have your wi-fi freeze than it is for the entire power grid and satellite yeah. system to freeze but i also think that physical media isn't going we're also like i said we're in a time where dvds are still kicking around blu-rays have been apparently around since 2008 again i've only been buying them since 2014 and i have like maybe three three maybe four blu-rays and two of them are bootlegs we'll get more into that in a minute here (laughs) okay but vinyl is now making a comeback okay no one gave a shit about uh, no one outside of anyone in hip-hop or who ran a turntable gave a shit about vinyl okay but now all of a sudden netflix same company that is streaming through your Wi-Fi has its own catalog of its uh, comedy specials on vinyl. You can get like Dave Chappelle's first three comedy specials on vinyl for whatever fucking reason. Are are we going to have a resurrection of VHS as well? Is there a medium that's due to come out that maybe the the population hasn't heard of yet? Like a a brand new super Blu-ray or or something? I know because they have the 4K blu-ray 4k 4k blu-ray people are confused about that though again like yeah people already think their blu-ray is 4k but it's not no the 4k you could you could definitely tell the difference and uh Mm. the sound as well it's like super 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 crisp yeah Mm. you're you're really into your formats if you're really into your 4k you you need that physical media but folks with their 4k tv i got a beautiful 4k tv here but even if i had if I still had my Xfinity package, I couldn't watch the Warriors in 4K or the 4K that oh, they're really? selling me. 
is actually yeah. four 1080p signals spliced together because the bandwidth is just too heavy for 4K. That yeah, was what was explained to me sense. on set in 2019. Damn. Okay. So there's it's not nothing nothing is perfect. Everything apparently is finite, but um, yeah, I, I don't think Blu-ray is necessarily or physical media is going away. But yeah, it's no, no one knows what so. to do anymore. No one knows what yeah. to do. And I do get it. Sometimes, like me, um, I have over I think I have over five thousand Blu-rays now. So wow, me trying to go go look for something. Sometimes Jeez, I'm just like, okay, is this streaming somewhere? Let me just go watch this on fucking Hulu or fucking. HBO yes. Max. So I, I, I totally get it, but how convenient it is to have it, you know, the streaming services. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I love my collection. That's funny to, to think you still have your physical collection, but like something might be on streaming. That's, that's just more a little more, just, just a fraction of a hair more convenient here. Let me compare yes. that to this. My mom is a huge, Mama Hayes is a huge harry potter fan we got hey. all the fucking blu-rays we got all the dvds okay and books everything got the hardcovers <laughs> she's got all the hardcovers dude she's got all the yep. hardcovers and when that shit still shows up with commercials on abc family or freeform or whatever it is it's it's on the entire weekend and i'm just like yep you, they have marathons <laughs> you have it right here it's it's right here like it's without commercials you know I just leave it on you know it's fun i like it i like I understand. Did she, did she see, I understand. Did she get to see the uh, the cursed child, the stage play? No. So we haven't seen the cursed child yet. I tried to get her tickets for that before the pandemic, and the bullshit they were running with the cursed child is it is two separate plays, and that yep. means it's two separate set of tickets. Now I actually had a friend go out and see the cursed child, and they've condensed all that bullshit into one three plus hour performance, but they. They were trying to be ballsy with that shit, and I got so irritated. <laughs> They're trying to get their like, money. <laughs> I appreciate that, but at the same time, fuck you. All right, no. We, yeah, I was doing some cooler shit, Terrell. I was taking my mom to see uh, Cinema at the Symphony. So all the way up into the pandemic, uh, we saw Harry Potter's one through three, and then the year of the pandemic, we were supposed to see part four, but the, obviously the pandemic killed Goblet all that. Fire okay yeah yeah but that that shit was fresh dude like you you just you're at the symphony there's a live a live a live band performing the entire nice. score at while you're watching the movie with subtitles like and, and the harry potter fans oh, are there cool. dude what's your favorite do you guys have a favorite you have a favorite i don't have a favorite i i do not like harry potter but this shit is an easy layup <laughs> for me like i'll tolerate sitting in the theater watching fantastic piece three just to appease my mom like she oh she's was like, that good I, I heard hella bad stuff about that movie <laughs> no um, yeah, it's, I not, heard. it's not bad but it is also equally confusing because it's like oh i like well no one of real significance is dead but i feel like we're not getting a part four i feel like everything's wrapped up here got um, it and yeah, then why the... really all this is about a wizard election and we're bringing trumpisms back into this like again the oh, pandemic really? delayed it oh yeah yeah i didn't see the second one i saw fantastic beast the first one that that was okay um this is the first one was the okay two. Yeah. yeah. I, um I like I actually like the Fantastic Beast series more than Harry Potter. And I think it's just just a little more adult. It's just it it ain't dark and gritty like Batman, but it's just just enough, you know, 
the second one was their Empire Strikes Back, where it came down to the fact where like Wizards are like, so yeah, there's this new group of kids coming out called Nazis. They got some wild and crazy ideas, but I think we should back them up. If we hang out with the Americans, like A, B, and C happens, but like who knows what these Nazi kids are gonna do? Like it's kind of exciting. And you're like, what? Johnny Depp, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm sad and confused here. What is going on? Okay, yeah. But other than that, it's wildly forgettable. A lot of this stuff, again, uh, this series wasn't for me, but she gets a kick out of it, and there it is. Where's a good place to buy buy your Blu-rays these days? Do you go to Amoeba, or do you just do everything online? Amazon? Which Good question. So, <laughs> that's one thing that is dwindling, is the physical media at the stores. So, mm. wow, a few years ago, you can run into Best Buy, Target, and they'll have aisles and aisles of movies. Mm. Now, if you go, they just have, like, an end cap. Um, Best Buy went down to one little section, and when you go in there, even on new release days, which is, are Tuesdays, uh, you can't find anything. So, I'm like, I have to, like, bug the employees, like, hey, um, this came <laughs> out today. Is there any way you can get this from the back? And they look at me like I'm crazy. You know, customer service is dead nowadays. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, always mm-hmm. somebody that just doesn't, they look like they don't want to be bothered. And I hate bugging people. When I go into stores, I don't want to talk to you. I want to go in and get my shit and leave. But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, so I got to the point where I'm not even going to go to these stores. So I do order a lot of them now. Okay. Um, or I'll order for store pickup. So I got to like be there asking and bugging people to go look for something. So half the time, you can't find anybody to even help you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, yeah, I order for store pickup for Best Buy mostly, but if there's like an exclusive or whatnot, because those go out pretty quickly. If you go into the store, uh, those things sell out within seconds. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mostly go Amazon, BestBuy.com, um, yeah, stuff like that. So online or Severin, Vinegar Syndrome, they have cool exclusives, uh, things like that. Best Buy, you got to be careful because sometimes if you order stuff from them, they'll send it without a, the slip cover, which for me, <laughs> I hate, or they'll okay. come damaged. Or they don't come at all. That happened oh, a few yeah. times. Yeah. I've, They'll get lost. Yeah. That is the problem with delivery, though. There's always the potential risk of damage. And I mean, I know as a collector, you want the entire box to be perfect. But sometimes, like, the disc itself is just shattered or scratched. You're like, oh, oh yep, that happens you do too. that? But, Loose discs. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. I had a chance to watch a couple episodes before we got recording tonight. And you've mentioned it also several times tonight. But it's it's definitely... It's definitely a gimmick, and while I like gimmicks, I don't understand what these gimmicks are, what makes them that more special. It feels actually like a waste of resources and materials, but like, you, you mentioned slip covers, you mentioned steel books. What's yep. so important about them that just you can't just have with your, your random just cellophane cover here? For me, I like... Still books are cool because they're like collectible, like, like especially if it's like a movie that you're into, like like your mom likes Harry Potter. There's this Harry, there's a Harry Potter 4K still book collection. It comes in this cool like tin case um, with all the Harry Potter characters around it. And each still book mm-hmm. has different art for each movie. I don't know. I think that's awesome. Um, or like me, like the Scream series, like Scream just came out with a steel book that went crazy, sold out in minutes, and mm-hmm. uh, you can find it on eBay for hundreds of dollars. So it's like I don't know. It's like for collectible purposes and I don't know. It's cool to look at. <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. of them I do, I do, which sucks. A lot of my movies, like if, if I like a film, like let's just say Scream, for example, mm-hmm. I got the regular slipcover edition and the steel book because I probably will never open the steel book because I have it just for, you know, it's collectible purpose. And I think a lot of collectors do that. Some open it, but I'd be afraid it'll get scratched or like damaged or 
I don't know. I like to keep its originality, but I do have the regular ones so that way I can like watch it. You and I were originally supposed to talk back in October and in September, what made the whole thing real convenient until we had to reschedule is like, I went to the Criterion's website and they had their big 50% off sale. So like I'm holding my hand, you're a copy of deep cover. What would be different about this if it was just on Steelbook? And I don't know if there's a Steelbook deep cover, but like, I'm, you know, what would be different is the question. Yeah, so um, nothing per se for the movie, but I think for the collection, it looks <laughs> nicer in your collection and on your shelf when it's a steelbook. <laughs> for me, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Like, what is different about the, the mix? The movie's the same. The movie's going to have the same impact on you. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to own it. Um, it has everything the same. I think it's just about the packaging and the collectors like me who like to have, you know, mm-hmm. cool editions. There's people on Instagram that get every freaking edition of every freaking movie when it comes out. And I wish I had that kind of money, um, yeah, but right? I do. Get, Where are people getting all this like money the, from? I know. I don't know if they still got the uh, stimulus checks or something. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, having a steelbook or a collector's edition, especially something that, you know, sells out. I think it feels good to own. I think that's where it comes down to, because since they are, everyone just likes those cooler editions or exclusive editions. They're not going to mm-hmm. have all year long or. For years on end they're going to keep selling that regular edition like in your hand you'll have that forever like you won't miss out on anything because it's just you know like everything else but then mm-hmm. since these are exclusive to like best buy or target or or whatever you know retailer um it's they're limited so i think that's what the difference is is a limited edition versus something you can get all the time i ended up spending about a hundred bucks at the criterion during the sale and i got this and i got three other things and the one thing I was disappointed that was consistent with all four of my uh, orders was no director's commentary. Are we losing that as a gimmick? Because like, we don't necessarily need a director's commentary for, you know, the uh, uh, insert generic movie here. But like, I would like <laughs> a director's commentary for deep cover. I would like the director's commentary for um, um, what's this fucking movie here? Oh, uh, and that doesn't have Ghost Dog. See, I would like to know about Ghost Dog. War of the Worlds. That guy's probably dead, but I bet they recorded something with him <laughs> before that. No, I get it. I um, I, that has fell off. Like a lot of recent movies, they don't have a lot of like director's commentary on there. And I'm with you. I I, I think that's kind of cool to hear about what they when they were filming these certain things or what they thought about each scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That that is something that's gone away. Now they mostly have like behind the scenes or the featurettes, the making of, or they have like an art gallery lately like a lot of or some new releases don't have bonus features at all um, yeah, i'm seeing that a lot too and i was like was that just because of a because of red box like red box you would only get the movie on the disc i was like oh, yeah that was weird of... yeah, yeah you get like a dvd with just or the blu-ray with just the movie but then they sell it with well i don't know that, that was kind of weird i can tell you when the advent of the dvd came out you know it was all about the director's commentary and it was all those classics so you like you would hear paul verhoven talk about what it was like to make robocop and you would hear you know francis Ford coppola and so and so spielberg never did a director's commentary but regardless like you would watch that classic movie and then they would tell you a story like you know like we went through hell to make this and it rained on this day but then the president saw it and he invited me over and i just talked to him about making the movie for eight hours and like we got fan mail and blah blah like you hear all these classic stories but also at the same time you have the director's commentary for fear.com and you'd be like, yeah, he, he literally had just, 
just made that he would literally have just recorded his commentary like the day before the movie would be released in theaters, but just in time for the, the DVD release. And you're like, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. It's like, yeah, so I, dr- I got to drive by the sneak preview today and there was a line. So I was happy about that. I hope this is a good movie. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You know, so and so in makeup <laughs> and art, they're really nice people. Um, you know, yeah, the uh, actor X did this gimmick, and I was like, Yeah, that's cool. I can see why he's a cool guy. Like, he had no stories. And I mean, it was, it's not a good example of a movie to give, but I just fear.com popped into my head. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen that since I think it came out. I think I have fear.com on VHS, actually. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Throwback. Fear.com <laughs> has always been one of those weird things where I don't remember much about it, but I do remember that the climax ended where Stephen Dorf had to type in fear.com and then dot com because that was the entire URL. Uh, he, he's dealing with like a, a stabbed wound and, you know, there's all sorts of weird like paranormal shit happening around him at the yeah. same time. Did he, did he die at the end? I can't remember. I think he died at the end too. Like, but it was yeah, I'm trying to remember. Spoiler, sorry guys. <laughs> Spoiler alert for fear.com. Jesus yeah. <laughs> what is the crown jewel of your five thousand unit collection? It doesn't even have to be your favorite movie. Like this, this. It took me for forever to get this, or they don't make any more of these, or like only five were made. Like, what is your crown jewel? Uh, Knee jerk reaction. Good. question question let's see i don't know i have hella steelbooks that were kind of hard to get two 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 one with the best story the best story oh you put me on the spot <laughs> i know there was a few times i will say like you know the marvel you watch some marvel films right sure, those sure. go crazy this is like a few years ago back when everyone would be lined up outside because i used to have to before i started ordering stuff um, I used to have I used to go to the actual store and wait until they open mm-hmm. and uh, you know go in and just you know grab you know grab the Blu-ray right when the store opens. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, that one hit mm-hmm. Blu-ray and Best Buy had an exclusive um, steelbook for that. Um, this one just popped in my head when you said best story. I remember it was me and like five other dudes in line. I was first because I got there early. They used to be like a little Burger King next to there, so I used to I got up early and have my breakfast mm-hmm. and I'm going to get in line. And um, I got in line, and there was this, uh, right when they opened the door, the guys knew me because I used to be there every Tuesday at 10 o'clock, or 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock when they open. And they had the big display. You see Star-Lord and all the Guardians in this cool display. And it has their still books and all the other exclusive uh, different versions of the film. And you go in, they literally had like three copies. I grabbed one. I like what? to check them to see, like, sometimes just ding, sometimes, like you said earlier, there's loose discs. So I grabbed mm-hmm. mine and then I feel this guy bump against me and another guy coming from the other way and they snatched the other two and two dudes almost fought. They got each wow. other's faces over Guardians of the Galaxy. I was shocked. So I took my ass to the line and paid for mine and got the hell up out of there before I got jumped. So that one, I will what say, fuck, man? was a story because that was insane over Guardians of the Galaxy. And that one, you can still look that up. That one still hasn't been... Um, re-released uh i think now there's a 4k still book of it but that original one that one was super rare that and uh also uh russell and i might know about this one this one is uh which is why best buy you know they're hit and miss but the i don't know if you know the mad max fury road i think is what it's called the newest mad max movie yeah 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 yeah, yeah, that one came out with a cool Best Buy exclusive. And me, uh, Oxana Russell, were just, you know, browsing Best Buy. They have these cool little cards to pre-order it. So hmm. we pre-ordered the Blu-ray and everything. We're all excited. We got our steelbooks. It came out like in a month or two later. When it came out, 
they didn't get enough copies. So they're like, oh, well, you can have this regular version. You know how mad I was? I was pissed. You guys this. I bet you could chime in. I was really upset. And um, I will say, what ha- I do have it now. I-, I own I own the still book now. And I don't know if someone on Instagram found it for me or gifted it to me. I know I got it like a long time later, but I finally do own that still book. But mm-hmm. I remember during that time, I was so pissed. I didn't want it. I just got my refund. So I didn't own that movie for a little bit because <laughs> wow. I was pissed. I pre-ordered yeah. in wrestling. We pre-ordered like a month or two in advance and then we get there and it's not there, but I do own it now. So that's another one that I was like super proud about because that never came out again either. Yeah. But my prized possession and my Blu-rays, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. I have to think <laughs> about that. But those are two good stories. Those are the two that like you, you, you think, you know, you would never think that that would happen. Like, these two grown ass men, they're definitely older than me. Um, fighting mm-hmm. over Guardians of the Galaxy. It was, it was nuts. That's that's four much. That's even five much, dude. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's just a DVD. But like, how many? I understand Steelbook is an exclusive thing, or it's it's a brand specific thing. Yes. But like, how many number of units do they make? A thousand, five thousand? I don't know. Each one is different. Like sometimes, like Disney and Marvels, they should mm-hmm. be making a lot more than what they do, but they seem like they don't, or they just sell so quick. But um. I don't know because they have like some random still books for random things or re-releases like Top Gun. I think is getting one because the new mm-hmm. movie's dropping. Sure. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I just some like like you know Scream Factory. They release like cool like art like the kind of like pop art steel books for certain certain mm-hmm. films like The Howling, uh, Summer Party Massacre, and those were like a thousand units that they made like vinegar syndrome they do cool exclusive with those like with these thick slip covers they're really really nice and Mm -hmm. um those are like limited to like a thousand or so sometimes three thousand so once those sell out you're not going to get those again so yeah what do you think the uh best blu-ray you have is and maybe this is your favorite film like what is the one like this has so much extra bonus goodness on it you know like is, is it the godfather trilogy the back to the future trilogy <laughs> i do have that i do have that and the jurassic park one i have all those together they come mm-hmm. like uh yeah i have the still books for those as well but um yeah like my favorite blu-ray damn you're getting me today i don't know i have so many because i watch screen a lot like i've seen that movie hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times and i was super okay. excited to hit blu-ray um, and they got a 4K upgrade this past year, and I own that, and I've watched that a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street box set, I will say that's the big one because I rewatched those a lot. I remember when that first dropped, it was only in the UK. They, they were only in the UK where they had like the whole series on Blu-ray and the upscale mm-hmm. you know, copies at the time. And mm-hmm. I was like, dang, that's like, would these play? And I actually ordered it. I didn't even know if it was region free or not, and they actually worked. So that's that's a set that I was that I, I rebought nice. it though I do have the U.S. edition too, but um, yeah that that's a good one. But movies I watch that I like that I like a lot like like actual films. Oh, another one I do like in my set is the Halloween box set the Scream Factory put out. That was another one that was super expensive when they first dropped and it was super rare and you could check that on eBay. Super expensive to get, um, but that has all ten of the films and this cool little box with each film inside with hella bonus features. Diff- new interviews, new um, at the time upscaled copies of the films, as well Big. as part six had the um, producer's cut as well, which is like a whole different gives you a whole different vibe of that film. Like I think I like that one better than the one that was released theatrically. Mm-hmm. Um, part six is that H two O? No, uh, that one's the uh, 
the one with the death curse. It's uh, uh <laughs> oh, with Paul Rudd. Curse the curse of yeah. There you go. The Ant Man. <laughs> curse of Michael Myers. Yep. Okay, I have not seen that one, but I, I obviously know of it. Right. Yeah, that one's good. I mean, when I was a kid, that one scared the hell out of me. It was pretty hmm. dark. But re- okay. the producers cut. They they flip some scenes around and they add scenes and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a whole different experience. Friend, I think we got enough here. So, anything you want to plug? We are already plugged. Blu-ray Tuesday with Terrell. It's on the Overlook Theater on YouTube's channel. And uh, you know, well, anything else you want to plug? Oh yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, definitely check out Blu-ray Tuesday with Terrell. Um, it's been fun doing that. I started off super nervous, and now I'm just having fun with it. So. Yeah, check it out. Like and subscribe, comment. I like reading the comments, like messaging back to people. Um, yeah, it's been fun. And this week and next week um, coming up, there's a lot of editions that are coming out, a lot of different Blu-rays um, of all different genres. There's horror. There's some great, yeah, there's some great stuff coming. So stay tuned. You actually have a really good talent about being able to just talk to the camera by yourself. Um, uh, I don't have that. Like I need someone to talk to. I need something to bounce something off of. And that's, that's why we do what we do with the microdose here, but you're really good about that. We're going to have to get more into that Thank on you. your next appearance here. Otherwise, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, right now I'm just chilling. I'm getting over this cold. I was like, Oh, the camera thing. <laughs> I think you just, I think I could do it, but I don't have my settings on. So <laughs> you can cut this part oh, out. <laughs> don't even worry about that. Don't even worry about that. Folks, you're already listening to the microdose, but I do a thing with friend of the family, Mike Fish. It's called the Waffle Box Podcast. It's the best part of Wednesdays, and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. Otherwise, get ready for Sweet Science Cinema's return, season two. We're going to add squared circle cinema to the entire equation. That's right. You're not just getting six episodes of boxing movies. You're getting six episodes of wrestling movies. That's coming out July 5th. First movie is going to be Creed 2. You're going to love it. We're going to have a great time. Me and Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer Jameel Hemphill, we're breaking it down for you. Otherwise, for Terrell Trotty, I've been Crochets. You've been you. From the Bosnet family. Who knows what these Nazi kids are going to do? Like, it's kind of exciting.